Welcome to the Sister Podcast. I'm Lakeland. And I'm Michaela. And our heart is to unite believers everywhere through raw conversation and genuine connection. We hope that listening to this podcast is just like talking to your sister in Christ. We hope over the next few episodes, we can grow together in our walks with Christ. Now Now let's let's get get chatting. Welcome back to another episode of Sister Podcast. This week's icebreaker, we're going to start off with our favorite thing that's also our favorite color. Yeah. Michaela, you want to go first? Yes. Yeah, I'll go first. My favorite color is blue. I love all different shades, but this favorite thing is more like a royal blue. It's a, have you heard of an obelisk before? I think that's how you say it. Yes, I have, but I don't remember what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So it's like the basic shape of the Washington Monument. Oh, okay. So my dad gave me an agate obelisk as a gift, like four or five inches, but it's on my dresser and it's beautiful just really makes me smile so that's something that is my favorite color and a favorite thing that's so sweet (laughs) (laughs) so mine is definitely more basic (laughs) my two favorite colors are like a mint blue if that makes sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like a deep blue green or a deep forest green and you can find all of those colors in nature so i'm gonna go ahead and use that so my answer is not a cop-out i promise nature is one of my favorite things so anytime i feel kind of closed in and i've just been inside too long or i've been in one place too long then getting out and just spending time in god's creation is one of my favorite things to do yes that's beautiful i love nature as well Mm all right so our second icebreaker for this episode is your absolute dream job If you could have any career at all, no limitations, your ideal dream job. I've given this question quite a bit of thought, and I would definitely say my future business that I'm working towards is definitely still my ideal dream job, even if I could have any other career. So I call it a conglomerate of creatives, and basically that means that it's a bunch of creative people all doing their thing under one company name. So I would preferably run the admin side of it, but also take in different requests that I know my strong suits would cater to. And then I would also have other photographers, videographers, graphic designers, social media, that kind of stuff. Typical marketing firm, I guess. (laughs) But we would all be working under one company. Each employee could choose if they wanted to be contracted, part-time, full-time, just what serves them best in their career. That's what I would say. That sounds so beautiful. I'm like, I want to be in there. I I don't know what I bring to the table, but definitely, um, yes, I'm believing for that dream. I'm excited. I've also given mine quite a bit of thought. My original track that I thought I was going was towards materials engineering. And I just recently changed my major to science because I'm more now thinking along the lines of agriculture and um, nutrition. Yes, I love to learn languages and (laughs) studying different cultures um, from around the world. Right. To marry them together, I think my dream job would be working with various minority groups, 
helping them find a way to get the most nutritional value out of their traditional foods. That's so cool. Yeah. So instead of banning a certain food that's really important to their heritage, Mm -hmm. finding ways to find other alternatives so that they can still stay true to what they call home instead of, you know, taking away those parts of their identity. (laughs) Because I love food and I love to help people. So I think that might be one way I would enjoy doing it. That's amazing and very much needed. As a global community, we are definitely striving towards those goals. But a lot of times we do come in with our own ideas and we just knock out what they've already been doing. So that's that's definitely needed. Thank you. Alrighty. I'm going to go ahead and pray us into the rest of our episode. (laughs) Dear Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to come together as your family, as your children. I pray that you guide this conversation I pray that you speak through this podcast episode to whoever is listening and to us as hosts as well. I pray that you just be in every minute of this recording, Lord, in every minute of our lives. I pray that you be in this room with us as well, even long distance. And I thank you for who you are and the beauty that you reveal to us each and every day. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So this week's episode has to do with career and school and Christianity. Yes. Do you want to go ahead and kick us off, Michaela? I guess I could start us off with the thought that bringing faith to the table as far as academics goes, that's a place where I can tend to get very head down in the books and try to take it all on my shoulders alone. So I am trying to be more intentional with praying Mm. and just honestly conversating with God throughout my day because I find myself getting overwhelmed and I know that again that's a symptom of me trying to go at it alone so I am excited to talk about ways that we've found faith helps us through schooling and through work so yeah let's get into it so what is something that you've found helps you kind of recenter and not take all of the responsibility of your work or your schoolwork on yourself and give it back to God? Mm, that's a great question. One of the things that has helped me take a step back and bring my workload back to God is to realize that prayer, even when I'm rushing on something, is really more of an investment of time than a waste of time, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's like when everything feels urgent, for me at least, taking five minutes or one minute to stop and pray sometimes can feel like, oh, I got to do this, this right now. But every time I take a moment to breathe and just say, thank you, Lord, that you see me in my struggle and I'm just praying for your help right now to get through this homework, this project, this research that I don't feel like doing, Um, whatever it might be. And Lord, I'm trusting that you will guide me through it. So anything like that, just being transparent about where I am as far as saying like, I'm tired. I am just really not feeling this work, but Lord, I know it needs to be done. So please help me through it. Mm -hmm. I found that helpful. Yeah, definitely. And I know something I've tried to implement this past academic year is something I call 15 minutes of quiet. So each evening I'll set a timer 15 minutes so I don't have to keep an eye on the clock and be like, has Mm -hmm. it been 15 minutes yet? I can just set the alarm and then focus wholly on God. 
And that's not to say that it's limited to 15 minutes. I can stay longer if I want, but that way I know I'm spending at least 15 minutes of quiet at God's feet. And I'm not good at keeping this consistent. So I actually built in calendar reminders to remind me each night to set aside that time and go to Jesus. And I know I didn't do it for a while this semester and things are getting pretty hectic. I was stressed and it was just not a super fun time. And this past week, I have been implementing it daily and I've seen such a difference. I, I still am kind of stressed because there was a lot due this week, but it definitely helped me slow down and change perspectives and focus more on him instead of what I have to do. And it was great to just hear silence because all day my brain is definitely not mm, silent. Yes. <laughs> so it's great to have those just 15 minutes or more in sitting at his feet. And it's so important to be honest. Like you said, I'll come to him. I'll be like, okay, God, my day was insane. <laughs> or I'll be like, okay, God, I'm tired. Yep. And I'll just be honest with him. And it's such a weight off. I found it so different than when I talk to other people about it. Cause that's my first response mm-hmm. is going to my friends and be like, Hey, like this day was trash. And they'll be like, yeah, it was. <laughs> but God's like, Hey, like you still live today. And I was like, Oh, yes. <laughs> you're right. Come that's on. true. And so it's, it's great. It's just a great shift of perspective and such a nice quiet time with him yeah oh that hit me that hit me so hard because what you just said about going to friends versus like going to jesus that's something that i've been trying to be more conscious of lately is Mm -hmm. like is it more worthwhile to bring this in discussion to friends family and you know going to a rant versus Mm -hmm. quiet time with god where it's just space to process and I don't have to worry about how it's going to be received because I know there's love on the other side like perfect love and he saw me fully in my situation and the quiet time that you're talking about I am guilty of trying to stay busy to keep my thoughts out Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I find myself in quiet moments it's like my mind gets very loud Mm -hmm. (laughs) but When I do embrace it and lean into it and even bring that honesty to God as well, saying, Lord, I have a bunch of thoughts going on. Thank you that you see my mind. Please help me rest with you right now and Mm -hmm. just release. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And for like ever, (laughs) I've struggled with my mind just going in like random tangents. But when I hear messages on take every thought captive for the Lord, I'm like, I don't Mm. know what that means. (laughs) Like, how am I supposed to just catch every thought when they're going a thousand miles an hour? But ever since I've started doing those 15 minutes of quiet, I've found what it truly means to let him reform your mind. Mm. So when I am there, I check back in so much more quickly and I find that if my mind just wanders, I can recognize that a lot faster now. And it's just super cool to see that transformation. You know what? I'm just praising God for this right now (laughs) to hear how he is working and just giving you peace. That blesses me. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. It's definitely important to first and foremost center yourself back on God and let everything else flow from that. So kind of going off of that, something that I grew up hearing in my family is 
I pray that the Lord gives you the desires of your heart. And when I got older and learned more about the Bible, I'll hear verses that talk about how deceitful the heart is. Obviously, if you're born again, that can be reformed. But I always wondered, how is it that you can pray that the Lord gives you the desires of my heart when I have a human heart? So through classes here at school and just different sermons, Bible study on my own, that kind of thing, I've kind of learned the answer to my question, which is really cool. So I wanted to share it. (laughs) God gives us the desires of our heart, but we often miss that those desires have to align with his will. This kind of sounds like, well, then we don't have a choice. Let me explain this. If we pray and abide with him and truly walk towards him and we allow ourselves to be transformed more into his image, we become more and more like him and our heart becomes more and more aligned with him. So it's no longer fighting him or running away from him. It's becoming his heart. Mm. And so naturally our desires, our wishes and our priorities will shift towards him and what he loves. And so then our desires of our heart will also be his desires. It's not that he doesn't give us a choice or that he forces our lives to what he wants. It's that when you spend time with him and see his heart for you, you realize how pure and how loving that is. And if you let yourself be transformed into that, then your desires will change into better than you could ever imagine. And so it's just really cool to think about it that way. That is so beautiful. And that's something that's been on my mind as well. Like just as I'm coming into making decisions about where I want to transfer to, I attend a community college. So I haven't left home yet. So I'm trying to (laughs) bring the next decisions to God. And I'm facing that question of, okay, what is this that's kind of having me hesitate? Is it my desires butting up against what God is trying to do? Because I've heard it said, Mm -hmm. God does not operate in comfort, meaning like he will stretch Mm -hmm. you out of that comfort zone. And moving out of my home is (laughs) stretching me out of my comfort zone. So I am wanting to either stay close, but I've also like felt this I don't know if it's a yearning or something that's like, it's time to go on and as they say, spread your wings. But anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, the desires of my heart in that space, like you said, human heart is staying comfortable, staying in what's familiar, being around what's convenient. Or will I take a step with the Lord and branch out, go to a different school? I know that He'd be with me in it. I would make it through. I'd adjust like you did. You moved out. How was that for you? (laughs) Yeah, so I've always been more on the independent side. And so I was ready for college at like age 10. So that's lovely. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, um, I didn't fully realize what that meant, but I was I was ready to go and find out. So that was kind of a struggle for me. I was always anticipating the next thing and I was never really present where I was. So that's definitely Mm -hmm. something I've been learning this year. (laughs) And as I only have a year and a half left at school, it's kind of crazy. (laughs) Being present has become a huge focus this year because I don't want to miss what God is doing in my life and I don't want to miss where he's placed me. Mm. So moving to college was both easier and harder than I expected. It was really cool to kind of have like immediate friends from our orientation groups, (laughs) but it was harder because I had to figure out what it meant to balance my life because I grew up in a school that it had more options than many, but I still wanted more. Mm -hmm. And so when I got to college and had all of those options, I was like, okay, I'm going to do everything that I can. (laughs) And obviously that's not the best route. (laughs) 
So it was learning balance and rest, which I'm still learning because yes. I am very much, oh, I have 10 minutes of my schedule. What can I pack it with? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, college has been, has been great for me and it stretched me in a lot of ways like you were talking about. I definitely have not stayed comfortable. <laughs> I probably wouldn't recognize myself if I saw where I am now when I came to college. And something I kind of wanted to touch on too is school sometimes seems like a means to an end. Like you're just trying to get through this chapter to start the next better one. But like God has you here at this time for a reason. So like I said, we need to stay present and learn all we can and do the best that we can. And that's not because we want good grades or anything, but because God blessed us with this opportunity. And we know it'll help us grow even more into his likeness and help us use our talents for his glory. So everything we do, we're called to be stewards. It just points right back to God. God gives us an opportunity and we give it right back to him because it's best in his hands because we are all human and we will mess it up. So if it's in God's hand, you can't go wrong. Exactly. Oh, that's so encouraging. Okay. But I have like this desk size calendar and... Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) On the back of each page is blank. So I used the back of one of those sheets for like a scripture poster that I taped up on the wall in my room. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And it's related to this topic. So I would like to share that. It is Galatians chapter 6, verse 4 and 5. It says, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. For we are each responsible for our own conduct. Oh, (laughs) that scripture. It reminds me that he sees us in our work, especially Mm -hmm. when imposter syndrome starts to set in. And (laughs) it's like, oh, why am I here? What am I doing? I don't deserve to be here. Or Lord, did I take the wrong step? Yeah. And something that I love about working with the people I work with on campus is every day I go into the office, there are people who do things so, so well. And I'm like, wow, like you have amazing talent. And for a little bit, I started to compare myself, but I Mm -hmm. refocused pretty quick and I was like, no, we're all one team. And the more talent, the better. (laughs) Like I've learned so much with my job just through these amazing people (laughs) taking me under their wing and be like, sure, I'll show you how I do that. Mm. And we can recognize the work of others. That's amazing because everyone is so talented in their own way. But when we focus on our own work and don't compare, that's when we get to see the real beauty. Yes, leaning into others' gifts, but also allowing them to build you up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exciting to me. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I would say if you take just one thing away from this episode, it's that school, work, and our faith do not have to be distinct. If we want to live biblically, they have to be inseparable. God comes first, and then the rest of everything else flows from that. And as long as we have him as our focus, and everything we do is to give glory to him, we are pretty set for life. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) And now, to end off this episode, we are going to share our song of the week. So, Michaela, go ahead and take it away. Okay. So, my song of the week is called Love God, Love People by Danny Gokey. It's just been so good. That's awesome. So, mine is called Good Like This by Koala. And if you don't know the band, it's not spelled like the animal. Okay. (laughs) It's K-A-W-A-L-A. 
So yes, good like this by Koala. You should definitely give it a listen. Mm, looking it up right now. <laughs> All right, that wraps it up for this episode of the Sister Podcast. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.